This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There comes a time in everyone's life. When talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to Astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. And greetings from Minute Maid Park, where tonight the Houston Astros take on the Cleveland Indians in the third game of a four-game series. Indians have taken the first two games of this series, including a 6-3 win over the Astros yesterday. Robinson Chirinos, two hits and an RBI. George Springer had an RBI double, but the Astros lost their second in a row while the Indians won their third straight. Astros 15-11. and 11. They're in second place in the ALS, a game and a half behind Seattle, while the Indians in a tie atop the AL Central with the Twins. Cleveland is 15 and 10. It's time for today's pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Brad Peacock getting the ball for the Astros, his second start since returning to the rotation, fourth start of the year. You'd have to imagine he'll be a little bit more acclimated this now second time with a more normal routine for him. Yeah, that's the thing, Robert, bouncing back and forth through the rotation. It's really hard to really put a lot of stock in the numbers right now. What I do see is that the strikeout numbers are down for Peacock so far this year. But out of the bullpen, remember, he had a big strikeout game out of relief. So I'm thinking that maybe he's trying to pace himself a little bit, you yeah. know, as a, as a starting pitcher to get deep into the games. Maybe make an adjustment this time around to, to go out there and really shred that slider. Shane Bieber getting the ball for the Cleveland Indians. Astros seeing him for the first time. Rookie came up last year, has been very impressive, although he's coming off a bad outing his last time out. You know, the one thing they really love about Shane Bieber is this temperament. They feel like the game doesn't get too quick for him. As a young pitcher, he goes out there, stays under control. He can move a lot of pitches around the zone, pitches up when he needs to. Uh, there's a lot of things they really like about Shane Bieber. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals in all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, the first two games, I think, went kind of the way you th thought they might between two teams that rely heavily on pitching and have very good uh, starting pitching. Close, hard-fought games that seem to come down to a play here, a pitch there, yeah. and, and, and unfortunately hasn't gone the Astros' way the first two. Yeah, you're going to have to play good defense in those types of games. You're also going to have to get timely hitting. And yeah. Outside of timely hitting, everything's going well for the Astros' offense. They're getting plenty of opportunities, just leaving too many men on base. Coming up next, we'll go into the coach's corner as we'll talk with Astros' bullpen coach, Josh Miller. And a little later, we'll hear from Chris Davinsky. But now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford box? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Josh Miller, bullpen coach for the Astros. New to the Bigley Club, but not new 
to the organization. You pitched in the Astros system in the minor leagues and started off as a scout in the Astros system. I think believe this is year nine for you with the Astros as a minor league pitching coach and most recently as a uh, pitching coordinator before this season. So did that help with your transition and, and your first big league job that you know this organization so well? Sure. You know, I've been a long time Astro, uh, been through the, the ups and downs and, and the turnaround in the organization has been great to see, uh, you know, in player development when I was on the minor league side and familiarity with the, the staff here in the big leagues and the players coming up through the system. It's, it's definitely helped. At what point when you were in the minor leagues did you start to feel like you were seeing the tide turn a little bit and like, hey, there, there's there's a lot of talent that's on the way to Houston? Well, pretty much right away. Um, mm. You know, I was here as a scout when uh, Jeff Luno, Jim Crane kind of took over the organization. You could see the, the efforts made to rebuild through the, the foundation and the player development system and, you know, it got really robust and the players are really good and started started turning them out really quickly. Now, I, I talked about this with, with first base coach Don Kelly not too long ago, who is in his first year coaching after scouting, and it seems like some guys really love the scouting life. Other guys really need to be on the field. When you were scouting, did you did you have that desire to, to get back on the field as a coach? You know, it was, uh, it was my first First job post playing. I played in the minor leagues for for a while, and mm-hmm. you know, being a scout for two years in the pro scouting department here was a, a great experience and opportunity for me to get into the game. Um, it's definitely a different way to to look at the game through a through a lens of a va- evaluator, and I think it helps you as a coach, honestly, to to get that kind of foundation of evaluating p- players and and. It helps with the development aspect of it. Does it give you, going straight from playing to scouting, does it give you a different appreciation for the game, an appreciation you might not have had when you were in the middle of it? Uh, absolutely. I would have I would have not given myself very good grades uh, if I was scouting <laughs> myself as a pitcher. Um, and, it, and it gives you an appreciation for, you know, the, the type of skills and talent it takes to get up here and, and perform at the highest level. So how has the transition been for you here? Obviously, there's some guys in the bullpen, some of the pitchers that you're familiar with from your time in the Astros system, but some guys not as familiar with because they're new this year or uh, were in other organizations joined the Astros at, at the big league level. So how has the, the process been getting to know all of, all of the guys, especially the relievers? Well, you know, I'm learning, learning something new every day. It's been great to be around uh, Brent Strom and A.J. and the staff and certainly the guys in the bullpen, you know, guys that have been around and performed at a high level for quite some time. You know, Will Harris and Ryan Presley's been great. Osuna, Rondon, you know, the list goes on. The guys have been great. And having Joe Smith here rehabbing and, um, you know, getting, getting bits of information and, and, and guidance from those guys certainly helps. When you're... When you talk about a guy like a Ryan Presley, who obviously has been very good, Will Harris, guys that I'd imagine have kind of routines, do you more or less kind of just let them do their own thing because they've they've had some success and they're a little more established? Sure. Uh, you know, if a guy has a has a proven track record and a routine that gets them ready to to get the guys out that they're tasked with getting out, I, I don't think we would disrupt that in any way. And you know, the younger guys like Josh James and Framer Valdez can can learn a lot from watching these guys day in and day out do the routine and get themselves ready. Now, I know you you know Spanish. I've seen you work with pitchers more so in spring training and, and getting to use your Spanish. How did you start to pick up Spanish? How did you start to learn it? Um, I, I'm certainly not fluent. I had a Spanish in high school and college, but I would say the brunt of my knowledge of the language came from playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, played in winter ball in Venezuela for two years kind of the immersion technique down there and then being part of the extended spring training program and a lot of the young Latin players we have, you know, as a coach, you have to at least converse in some 
some form of Spanish to, to uh, you know, communicate with the players. And, and I've picked up a lot. I certainly am not good. Uh, Framber Valdez laughs at me a lot when I try and speak to him in Spanish. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's good, and, and I feel comfortable talking. Just, you know, could probably get a little better around the edges. You mentioned playing winter ball in Venezuela. Did that give you a greater appreciation for what Latin players go through when they come to the United States? Because it's like roles are reversed there. You're the guy who doesn't, you know, who's not fluent in, in the common language of the country and, and, and kind of a role reversal. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you hit the nail on the head there. It, it, it wakes you up and opens your eyes and, and gets you uncomfortable really quickly. And you can appreciate what the players go through when they come over here and get their careers started in the States. Josh Miller, Astros bullpen coach. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Robert. Appreciate it. Eighth inning, Chris Davinsky now in the game for the Astros, right-hander. Mindset's a, to throw a, a goose egg. Give the team a chance next inning. Here's a two-strike pitch. Did he go around? Yeah, he did. Couldn't hold up on the changeup. And Allen is down on three pitches. Beautiful job by Devo. Strands a couple of runners. Welcome back to Astros. Having a conversation with Chris Davinsky, pitcher for the Astros, before the third game of this four-game series with Cleveland and Devo. No, I don't, I don't think I know too many guys that have as much passion as you do about baseball and wanting to be great. Uh, when did that start for you? Were you real young? Did baseball strike that in you real early, or was it other sports and it just kind of just it grabbed you at one point? You know, I think it was it was when I was young. You know, I was actually talking to Brock Amonte the other day about there was this little event I had in when I was in elementary school about. A reading a certain amount of pages at the library. It was like 2,000, 2000 pages a week, and you get to pull a poster from the librarian will let you choose a poster. So she had three sections. It was an animal section, a sports section, and like a movie section. And uh, I told her I wanted to pull from the sports section, and she said, you can pull, but you can't look at what you get. Until, and you got to open it when you get home. So I went home, I pulled from the sports section, and it was a picture, or it was a poster of Barry Bonds swinging and across the poster said the word determination so you know that's that's a little model for me right now is the word determination and you know you get knocked down in this game but you know you can always climb and always climb every day and you know you got to love the grind love the process did you look at that poster did you hang it up on your wall in your room and i would imagine i can see you just like going in there and every once in a while if you're down about something you stared at that poster it was it was every day you know, it was every day. It was right in the corner of my room, right by where I listened to music. And, you know, I would look at it and stare at it and, you know, visualize what I wanted for my life. And, you know, it's just something that's inside of me. And you can't take that away from me. And it's inside of you. And I know you for the last few years to be somebody that likes to reach out, especially to the kids around the ballpark. Is it moments like that that, that make you want to reach out and maybe inspire them to be anything they want to be? Yeah, you know. I was inspired by, you know, a, um, a major leaguer at one time. And if we can continue the legacy and continue passing it on to, to young kids and for them to def- uh, fulfill their dream and, you know, to know to never give up even when times are hard and, or even when times are good, you know, don't stop, you know, putting your foot on the, on the gas pedal and keep, keep going after it uh, with, with everything you have because, you know, it's a it's a fun ride and and the process is always uh, is always fun. Talk about how that's a two way street. The relationship with the the players and the fans, because I was in a situation where every once in a while a fan would say something to me, and it turned me it turned things around for me. Have you ever had those types of experiences where you're just kind of getting to know people and you're trying to 
kind of reach out, but in, in turn, they, they give you a lot of positive reinforcement. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, there's definitely uh, positivity out there and uh, a lot of support. And, um, you know, you got to take, you got to take the, the good with it and, and understand the good and understand the positive. And, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, you got to control what you can control. And, um, you know, there's also a lot of negativity out there as well. And you can't let that get to you and you can't let it get close to you and try to consume you. And, you know, you stay in control of yourself and uh, sky's the limit. And, uh, you know, there's a great fan base out here in Houston. And, you know, you can feel it out there. And, that's why we love playing here. You can't wait to get back home after a long road trip and, you know, step out foot on, uh, on Minute Maid Park because uh, there's no other feeling like that in the world. You know, you've got a lot of friends in this this clubhouse, but hey, never saw you too far away from Joe Musgrove in his time with the, with the Astros. You still keep in, ta- in contact with Joe? Uh, you know, here and there. You know, I understand, you know, he's in a com- completely different world now, and I'm here, and... Uh, you know, I know we're both grinding along, and you know, I wish him nothing but uh, but success and, and health throughout a healthy year. And you know, you, you know, you peep his numbers every once in a while. You see him on TV, and you can't you can't but you know feel good for that, and and uh, feel happy to see him do good, and you know, and just wish him the best uh, moving forward. All right, that's Chris Davinsky. Always finishes these interviews with two sweet words. Go Astros. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team and our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to Astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.